Did you hear that? What? What? That. That noise. Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley, Sundays and Wednesdays. The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you and share short, scary stories. Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. It's the horror comedy podcast. The horror comedy podcast. With you, Jake. You with you, Haley. Yeah. This is a podcast where we get high. It's the one, the one, you know, the one you listen to, the podcast you listen to. You know, the good one. The good one. It's on every Wednesday and Sunday. Twice a week? Wow. How generous. For free? That is so nice. That is really nice. Ad free? Just twice. What? The one where we get high and I tell you a scary story. Sometimes we drink too. And sometimes we drink, but not today. And then at the end of the story, Jake tries to bring the mood back up, right? That's a new thing. It's a new thing. We have just. I am uh, telling happy stories. Happy stories or jokes or whatever he wants. Very well. That's right. How are you, Jake? I'm good. You're good? Interested in what Binsk thinks pairs well with this gummy that I ate, this what music. Yeah, um, so we just enjoyed some Binsk. Binsk? Uh, Binsky? I don't know what it's called. B-I-N-S-K-E. Fucking delicious. Their mixed berry gummies are great. I'm already pretty high. They also have this cute little pen. It's so fucking adorable. And we have a bowl of some weed I found in a jar. But we also have many episodes, like you said, on every Wednesday where we read short scary stories if you have a Those scary are for the freaking loons the yeah. loons you like really like scary stuff not me yeah well and i also go in post-production and add creepy little sounds my goal is to get well, it no, those sounds are actually happening as we speak right now yeah actually could you imagine if ah. that if that is what the studio was like because if you listen to the mini episodes it'll be like a, a car skidding by and like a demon growling if just imagine that there's just demons and cars driving around me while i'm recording that's what's actually going on if you have a creepy story that you want to be featured email it to us at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com that's p-o-t-c-a-s-t at gmail.com that's punny huh? punny or damn it to us on Instagram at THC Podcast. Or you can now check us out on Facebook at The Horror Comedy Podcast. That's right. Peep our page. That's right. We are on I Facebook just, I now. I did notice that we didn't have a bio in there yet. I have to fucking yeah. figure out how it to use also Facebook. said, it was like the bio was, write a bio to tell your, <laughs> tell your people what they, you know, it's just like literally the generic. Oh. I like it. I think we should just keep that. One. So I don't know how to use Facebook, but I'll work on that. We do have a Facebook group now. You can post there. You guys, we just fucking love you. I don't know if you guys know this, we but love you. You don't All 500 of you. Yeah. And you don't just have to like send us scary stories. This isn't like I'm you not send your us happy things. Yeah. Send us whatever you want. Mm-hmm. We can read your happy story at um, the end. Yeah. God, please. If you want. So just send it to us. Don't send us like a happy story and then at the end it's like, and then the mom killed everybody in a pool. That would be rude. This week I wanted to kind of do something different. I have tons of stories that I come across doing research that are fucking badass and so cool, but just not long enough for a full length episode. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of like, I mean, I could do them on the mini episode, but babe, you're like one of the things I enjoy about the show. So, of course, like anything really, really good that I have, I want to tell it to you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the greatest. we always joke about having like rules. Like we always joke about like a rule like where we don't help kids. And we don't say a name three times in the mirror. Yeah. Pretty much any name. We'll just stay away from any name. Yeah, we just don't. Not even our own. Because we might see ourselves. Ah! Uh, uh, um, in the mirror. Oh, be sad if we didn't see ourselves. That's in there. true. <gasps> Scary. Um, do you think Bloody Mary can only see herself if she says her own name three times in the mirror? Because that's frustrating when she's getting ready in the morning. Yeah, like it just goes out after yeah, a few yeah, seconds. Yeah. I wanted to have an episode where we make these rules official. Oh, the scare rules. The horror comedy podcast rules of survival. These are the, the things. THC guide to survival. Yes. These are the things where if you do them, if you do these things, you're going to survive. 
I mean, unless Don't open the door. something else happens. Noise. We can absolutely add to this list what as so far. Um, I will tell you. So how I want to do this is I want to do it like an Aesop's fable. Have you ever read that shit when you were a kid? I feel like I'm old right now. Okay, so um, there's these books like The Toad and the Hare. Oh, no, that's not what it's called. The Hare and the Tortoise. Do you remember that? Where they're racing. The and the slow one, yes. And okay. slow and steady runs the race. What do you call them? The Toad and no, the Hare, no, I think. Like, what do you call the fables? Aesop's fables. Aesop's. Aesop. Who the fuck is Aesop? I don't know. When I was a little girl, like, it was just a was book I got. Friend? No, it was a book I got from my grandma. Oh, okay. And they were called Aesop's Fables. And they had, like, that and a bunch of uh, other ones. They had, like, the ant and the grasshopper in there. Never heard that one. Um, Ricky Tikatabi! The grasshopper's a dirty little bitch. And the ant is, like, really responsible, basically. Wow. Okay. So, like, but the idea is that there's a story where, like, the rabbit and the turtle are racing. And at the end, the, the moral takes a nap. Don't take naps. Is the moral. Yeah. Don't be a dumb bitch is the don't. moral. Oh. But the uh, <laughs> fucking rabbit. God. But um, so at the, the end, slow and steady wins the race. Yeah, exactly. So at the end, there's a moral of the story. And that's kind of how I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to tell you some really fucking awesome stories Conspiracy that are. Theory. Huh? Conspiracy theory. No. Yep. Just, um, I'm going to tell you some scary stories. There are going to be wide and varied. I might have one or two, depending on which rule we're talking about. I'm going to tell you this story. And at the end, where I'm going to tell you what the moral of the story is. And that's going to be a rule in our survival guide. Done. Awesome. Um, this isn't victim blaming. We're not going to talk about, like, if you didn't want to die, try not being a woman outside you know we're not going to be like victim blamey yeah we're not doing that because it's never your fault if something bad happens to you we're not talking like that we're well, be prepared exactly we're talking about something bad happened to you and then this you is, do this, this and you is, won't die this is like in california it's like what happens if you see a mountain lion on the trail you get real big wave your arms back and forth yeah. I don't know if there's more. I never got that far. Why? Did you get eaten by a mountain lion before then? Or did no. you scare it off before then? I'm so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> True. You're here. You're doing great. Okay. Um, like the one story I told about the j- bells. Yes. That's kind of funny that you mentioned that because I do have something sort of similar. Ooh. All the people in the following stories are amazing my opinion and just fantastic and all the animals too um perfect shiny examples of the horror comedy podcast guide to survival jake are you ready step number one get a dog wow you blow my mind all the time is that really step one no oh that's step two damn i'm good (laughs) here is my first anecdotal story fable a fable if you will but really just kind of an example of what the fuck I'm talking about and a place for me to use all these cool articles that I always find and can never do anything with. Gotcha. October 14th-ish, 2019, in Zimbabwe, Africa. Okay. Rebecca Mankambawi? Nope. We're sorry. So sorry. Mankambwe. That sounds better. 11 years old. Um, and her pals, including her best friend, Latoya Muwani, were walking back from a river that they were swimming in. They had a good time. You know that childhood, like, I swam all day tired hits different. (laughs) So they're walking home. Eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Mm -hmm. It's all wet because your hands are wet. Yeah. Bread's now soaked. Yeah. So Rebecca gets out of the water. She's fixing to walk home, and she hears a scream. Um, she is the oldest out of six other kids there. So she feels a responsibility. The youngest. <laughs> no, she feels a responsibility. David, come up here. Come up here real quick. Yeah. Go check that out. Go check out that noise, that scream. Oh, we're right behind you. It's fine. She hears a scream. She's the oldest of all the kids there. And there's like six kids 
um, so seven total. So she feels like sort of a responsibility. So she turns around and she sees boss ass bitch. She is a boss ass bitch. She starts running. You know, it's like a little eleven year old baby coming to save the day. She's running. She's running back into the water because she's she hears the scream coming from the water oh, and she man. looks. She's able to see it and it's Latoya <gasps> and she's being pulled. She didn't notice that Latoya wasn't with her when she was walking. Well, out. they just like just walked out of the water. Uh. Yeah. Um, so she turns and she finally figures out it's Latoya and she's being pulled faster and faster deep into the water. Like she's at this point almost up to her neck and she's screaming hysterical. She's like, something's on my hand. So it's your fingers. No, something's that's good. That's good. Um, but something's got her by <laughs> something's got her by her hand, pulling her deeper into the water and she's fucking freaking out. Alligator. Do they have those in Zimbabwe? They have Nile crocodiles. One more time. Nile motherfucking crocodile. Freshest MC in the wild, wild wicked west. No, just kidding. I made that part up. But it does sound really fucking cool. These motherfuckers are between 500... Wild Nile crocodiles. They're wild. <laughs> um, So they're between like 500... This is real? I guess the crocodiles too? The crocodiles are fucking real. Yeah, Nile crocodiles for real out there. Between 500 and 1,200 fucking pounds. The smallest they could be is 7.9 feet and they can be up to 14 feet. And How there's, do you know all this? I Googled it. Oh. And there's one of those fucking biting Latoya's hand, pulling her into the water. Latoya's fucking nine. Ah! Um, got a little taste for flesh. Yeah, so what's she like four foot, like maybe 60 pounds, 70 pounds? And so... Come here, little chicken cutlet. Rebecca did what anyone in the situation would definitely not do. Turn around and run? No, baby. She climbed onto the crocodile, took her thumbs, and stuck them into the crocodile's fucking eyes. Moral of the story? Always go for the eyes. She fucking gouged out this crocodile's eyes and it ran away from her. Oh, that bitch crazy. <laughs> Jesus, I'm blind. I was just helping her out of the water. Okay, she was drowning and I was grabbing her. I'm the fucking lifeguard here at this fucking river. Yeah. So Latoya had only minor injuries and everybody was fucking okay. And then they kept swimming. Then they went and got popsicles. I wish I knew if they swam again. I wish I knew. It's kind of hard. What happened to the gator? <laughs> Probably is dead, right? I mean, if no. I, they can't live for long with no eyeballs, I bet. Well, that. I don't know. I mean, that's, that's true. And I also just feel like no, nobody can tell Rebecca nothing after that. She's like, I'm 11. I gouged. Yeah. <laughs> what? You want the thumbs? <laughs> guess who's a bad? Guess who has two thumbs and is a bad bitch? <laughs> Girl. You're yes. So, this is my second example for this. Wait, what's the? I'll tell you. I have one oh, more. Okay. I have one more. Okay. Actually, I have two more. Jesus. Um, I know. I know. The, the second fucking set of rules. No, no, no. These are just examples for uh, rule one. Okay, go the... for the eyes. No, but that's, that's your really? first guess. You can keep guessing. Okay. Um, here's my second story, and you. Can you it show might. Me your boobies, if I guess it right off the. Sure. Before he tells you. Yeah. So if you guess what rule one is from these anecdotal stories, I will show you my boobs. The um, buddy system. Are you fucking? Yes. Yes. Example two. This August, Chantel and Ra- Mark Rapley went surfing, and I'm not sure where. Um, they had fun or whatever. They were catching some sweet waves. Cut that out. No. Okay, because that was really good. I'm it was, actually proud of myself. It was fantastic. I was all like, <laughs> I'm a detective. They went surfing. They were having a great fucking time. They caught a good wave. You know, they were looking like mermaids. <laughs> the wind was blowing through. I dropped through. into the tunnel. <laughs> they, yes. I don't know what that means, but yes. That's a, that's a surfing. And the wind was blowing through their break. hair. And um, it was like all of a sudden Chantel was just gone. Something had clearly hit her and knocked her off her board. So Mark turns to see, and it's a six and a half to ten foot great white shark. I'm going to just stop talking because I seem to be guessing. You're killing it today. (laughs) And it's holding on to Chantel by her calf. I got her. <laughs> yeah, he's fixing that fucking. He's like, your wife looks like a snack. Just to steal your girl. Yeah, board. Miss to steal your girl and eat her. So Mark 
snapped. I don't know if maybe sharks killed his okay. parents. Now I'm, here's what I'm thinking. Okay. What was your first rule? Buddy system. Mm-hmm. Always have a buddy. Mm-hmm. Honestly, your first rule sounded more like always go for the eyes. <laughs> well, this is always this go is for the why eyes and have a buddy. This is why I want to tell you go multiple. For your eyes. This is why I want to tell you multiple stories. In to... the third one, does someone go for the eyes? No. Okay. Uh, nobody goes for the eyes in this one. Actually, really? Yes. How's so, fight off the shark. I will tell you. So jerks he... it off. Ew, why would you even Did you say ever that? see that meme? No. A woman beats off shark. Oh my god. <laughs> a shark with like teeth photoshopped in. Yo. All right. I love you. Um so Mark fucking da 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 Dovin. He grabbed his board, you know, put it next to his side, fucking ran swim. I don't know how surfers do. They just be doing whatever. He went the fuck out there and he started punching the shark in the fucking face. Shark puncher. He just punched the Let shark. Let me tell you about our homie ghost puncher. <laughs> Y'all should get together. No, you shouldn't because you would You'd just be unstoppable destroy from a sharknado. Ghost <gasps> shark ghost sharknado. Ghost sharknado. Netflix. Hit us up. Yes, you're welcome. Yeah. Tara Reed will be the star because she's always the star in these trash movies. Um, so Mark literally punched a shark in the face for his wife Chantel so hard. Beat th- up that shark. So hard that the shark let go. Well, he's probably like, yo, bro, I'm just a fucking shark doing shark things. Y'all in my water. Yeah. And the Y'all thing ride is my wave, bitch. Chantel's actually like her field is in like oceanography or something. So oh. she felt bad for the shark and wanted to make oh. sure the shark was okay. Divorce the man. Divorce the man because he's a shark puncher. Because he beat off a shark. Because he beat off a shark. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. So Mark said, quote, uh, it felt like punching a brick wall. Damn, it was a yoked ass shark. Yeah. Just fucking p- almost, almost a bro. Uh, oh, are you punching me? You know what? I'm just going to leave. I'm going to go. Just because. Bro, I'm, I'm just saying your girl looks really nice tonight. You don't have to get all bitchy about it. Bro, you promise me. Surf life saving chief executive Stephen Pierce said this fella paddled. fucking title? Surf life saving. I think that's the name of his company. Surf life saving. Surf Life Saving NSW Chief Executive. That's what it Surf. says. Stephen Pierce said, This fella paddled over and jumped onto his board. I'm sorry, that's not what he said. This fella paddled over and jumped off his board onto the shark and hit it to get her to release and then assisted her back onto the beach. Pretty full on. Really heroic. That's his quote from Goalcast.com. And I just think that's the most California surfer man quote I've ever heard. He's definitely got blonde hair that's like matted kind of. Yeah. He's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, witness sure, Jed yeah. Tuhi said, it was unbelievable. The scream was, was incredible. The waves were There was really splashing everywhere. That's the story of a man who punched a shark. So okay. far, it saved his wife. I have one more story to exemplify and right. prove this rule to you. North Bend, Washington. Sounds great. Sounds great already. Good seafood. Ooh. May 13th, 2013. Shortly before 1 p.m. Chloe. Not a good time. Not good. Chloe. You be in bed, Chloe. Before 1 p.m.? Oh, no. Okay, that's in the afternoon. In the afternoon? They should be in you are a nap advocate. That's I mean, the thing. I, I would be. Personally, That's Jake would be in bed. Time. That is prime napping what hour on a Sunday. Actually- <gasps> mm-hmm. It's a Sunday. Why would you say that? Now I want to nap. I know. I know. Chloe was taking care of her baby, who was seven months old, and her mom, Marie, who uh, they just moved into Marie's house, Chloe, and her husband, Adam, with their newborn baby. Oh. I know. It's awful. I think they sold their old it's house. Very and weird. They were in the process of moving somewhere else. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it's three generations living in one home. Ugh. And I don't know what they're doing, but Marie and Chloe and the baby are all chilling, having a good time. And these are all made up names because they didn't Save. name them in the uh, article. Gotcha. So uh, a 40 year old, a 40 year old man walked in and just. Yeah, who the fuck are you, bro? Yeah. If someone walked into my house, I would literally just fucking start swinging. No questions asked. I, this is an opportunity. Me. An opportunity to me to let my fury out. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Once you walk through this door, it's go time. Baby. It's time to go. I'll beat you off with a fucking, I mean, beat you up. 
fucking anyway uh yeah so this guy just walks in i mean chloe is like hey yeah hey yeah and marie is just like a sweet old grandma i don't even and so this guy fucking grabs chloe punches her in the fucking face damn punk rock yeah he no (laughs) he grabs that's not punk rock actually it's not he grabs her ponytail and um i like this so she gives him all the money she has you know she's like whatever if you need more i can get you more like whatever he's like no this is fine and he leaves this is good peace i just needed that i needed a hamburger i was short five dollars i was short a little thanks clo clo Almost 12 hours later, 911 got another call to the same house. Dude came back? Chloe and her Adam in the middle of the night. Chloe and her Adam. Chloe and her husband Adam in the middle of the night heard their dogs start to go fucking wild. These dogs were lit up. Rule number two, get a dog. Holy shit, for real. Um, And so he got up to let the dogs out, thinking that they just had to piss or whatever. please. And he walks down the stairs and there's just this guy standing there. Ooh, motherfucker. Yep. Well, the guy, I think that's exactly how Adam felt. And the guy, like, made a move on Adam. So Adam and, you know, the guy, Adam's a CrossFit trainer. That's what he does for a living. Adam is just, like, finally action. In action. So, but Adam said that the guy was probably on drugs or something. Like, he was just, there was something. You know how you see crackheads doing crackhead shit? Yeah. He had, like, that crackhead strength. Nice. Sorry. I don't know how else to describe it. PCP. Yeah, exactly. Yes. So Chloe hears the commotion and she creeps down the stairs very quietly. Oh, motherfucker. She sees the guy on top of her husband and she's starting to get worried that this fight is not going to go the way (laughs) it should. Yeah, maybe train boxing and not crossfit. Right. Jesus. So she, you know, realizes the guy has probably not like out of breath. He's probably in like good condition, and he's all—he's probably like not tired. The crackhead's like, <laughs> where where normal people would be huffing and puffing during yeah. the fight. Unlimited energy. Crack. I don't know, but Chloe has just creeped into the room, the kitchen Stab where this him. is all happening, and she grabs a knife from the oh, knife yeah. block, and she stabs the guy. Yeah. Pulls out the knife, stabs him again. Turns out it's her stabs husband, him again. and this was all an excuse just to kill her husband. Boom. No. She's on crack. She actually stabbed him until he stopped moving, which took like. A lot. Little stabs, little stabs. And finally he collapses. The guy's fucking dead. And yeah. yeah. You stabbed through him and got me. Finally. What'd the husband think? What kind of feeling is that? Someone getting stabbed. Not you getting stabbed, but someone getting stabbed on top of you. And then the guy dies. He falls over and it's your fucking wife. And she's just covered in splatter. And she's like, I saved you. I would be like nervously laughing and really sweaty. Honestly, like. <laughs> there might be a couple jabs in the where because you're just in that motion. Fucking tag him once. I don't think so. I don't think so. The edible is kicked in. I don't know, but so yeah, both of them were okay. Um, and that's the last story I have to prove the first if rule. You're single and alone. No, no, no. <laughs> you're gonna die. No, no, no. <laughs> The first rule in the horror comedy podcast survival guide is have a buddy. Doesn't have to be your wife. That's why we had the story about the little girl. You don't have to be a big, strong man. You could be a little girl. You could be a woman. You could be a big, strong man. You could punch a shark in the face. Just have a buddy. And if you don't have a buddy, if you are, like Jake said, single-less and buddyless, just have, just call somebody. Email us at the horror comedy. Email us at the horror comedy. No, you're going to want to tune into rule number two if you don't have a buddy. January 10th, 2010, Boston Bar, British Columbia, north of Vancouver in Canada. Oh, hey, sorry. Oh, hey, sorry. sorry. It's it's a lot to fit in there. 11 year old Austin Foreman and his eight. He was at the bar drinking. (laughs) No, he was in his backyard with his 18 month old golden retriever named Angel. Oh, yeah. They're buddies. Into it hard. They're gathering firewood, which is like a usual chore. And typically... In fucking Canada. <laughs> my 11-year-old childhood was very different. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah. Pick up the cigarette butts. Yeah. <laughs> From the fucking living room floor. <laughs> From the ones you put out on my skin. <laughs> Usually when they did this chore, Angel was like running around all crazy, like jumping over stuff. I'm a little puppy. I'm a dog. <laughs> 18 months old for a golden retriever. That's a crazy age. Yeah. Yeah. Lifestyles. You don't know what you, you don't know what to do. 
You're still finding yourself sexually. You're like freshly not a puppy. Um, But today, for some reason, she was like glued to Austin's side to the point where Austin even like was like, he went back up to the house and was like, mom, look at this dog. She's being so cute. She won't leave me even when I poop. (laughs) So he goes back in the yard. She was looking at me all funny right next to me. Weird. So he goes back out after telling his mom how cute she's being, doing the thing or whatever. And then he hears kind of a weird noise. A pervert. And he turns around and like, I can't even imagine the horror, but there's these two big perverts, shiny yellow eyes staring back at him. And it's a fucking cougar. So the cougar like springs towards Austin and he thinks he's going to for sure die. Ah, But Angel fucking springs out for uh, Angel leaps out from the side and fucking bites that bitch. Starts thrashing around. Dude would not. Dude would be like, ball, you want to see my ball? Here's my ball. Are you my friend? Here's my ball. Are we friends? Bark, bark, bork. (laughs) Bork. Chinese delivery man. Bark, 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 bark. Um, the cougar slashes Angel's neck and Whoa. bites her head. Does Angel die? Austin runs back. I can't handle this. I'll quit now. Austin runs back you into the house. Bitch. He's telling his mom. He's screaming all crazy. He's hysterical. She goes out there as she's calling 911. <sighs> At this point, Angel and the cougar have gone under the porch, and the constable gets there. Luckily, he was right in town, so he gets there super constable. fast. A fucking constable. Fucking no shit. And he takes his gun. All kids. <laughs> <clears throat> Cancel constables. Cancel constables. <laughs> uh, so the constable pulls out his rifle. The cons. What? They got fucking rifles? Yeah, and he shoots oh, the God, cougar. Canada. Kills the cougar. But what about Angel? Austin runs over to her, pulls the cougar's body off of her. <gasps> She's laying there on Drama. her side. You've been watching too much Grey's Anatomy. This is too dramatic for Mm-mm. me. You're into this. She takes a deep breath. Austin thinks for sure that it's her last. And then all of a sudden she sits the fuck up, bitch. I'm good. I'm good. She sniffs him. She sniffs him. She's like, are you good? And then she sits next to him. And then they rush her off immediately to the Sardis Animal Hospital. Luck Sardis Animal Hospital. We're never going to Canada. (laughs) (laughs) At the constable's house by the Sardis Animal (laughs) Hospital. Oh, God. In BC Bar, Columbia, north of Vancouver. <laughs> oh, that's a place. I thought you were you were saying a bar. BC no, Boston bar. bar in British Columbia, it's which is north of Vancouver. I thought it was just a bar in Boston, but then you're like Canada. I'm high. Fuck. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love that's you. so funny. These edibles are actually working. That's awesome. So well. he uh fucking da, 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 da. What happened? So they rush her to the animal hospital. Luckily, veterinarian Jack Anvik took good ass motherfucking care of her, and she survived. Oh, I hope a little cougar incident there, oh. did you? A little kitty. Oh, get you fixed right up, little puppy. <laughs> and she's a fucking hero. Angel is an actual angel. This is my second Amazing. story. I'm going to tell you my second story to support rule number two, which I'll tell you after. If you have any guesses, throw them out there, even Hold though you already guessed it. I already guessed it. You already guessed it. Rule number three. Go for the. You eyes. already guessed rule number two. Yeah, I did. I don't know what rule number three is. What was what was rule number? We're still on rule number two. Oh, I thought you were talking about rule number three, right? Here. No. Oh my bad. My bad. <laughs> my bad. Um, edibles. They really fuck me up. Okay. When you're a fat person and you take edibles, the, the THC clings to your fucking fat lipids. Okay. And then what happens is. The more fat you have, the higher you get. That's science. That's fucking neat. If that's real at all. but Sounds cool. Shazam. Shazam. Hit him with the facts. Hit him with it. Story number two. Story number two. To support. For rule, rule number, number two. two. Love it. Double deuce. Love it. July 11th, 2018 <laughs> in Middleton, Kentucky. Ugh. This is already after bed. <laughs> Around 12.15 a.m., uh, well, that doesn't make sense. At 12.15 a.m. Why would I say an exact Around time? 12.15. Okay. 12.16. At 12.15 a.m. Beth Rojas gets a call. It's her daughter, Kelsey Leachman, and she's like, Well, there's been a fucking guy. There's someone in my house. Like, um, fucking blah, blah, blah. The cops are here, blah, blah. Mama and she Lingo hangs up. Here. She hangs up. And so Beth is like, well, whoa, someone's in her house. Like, did she get assaulted? Is she okay? Is she hurt? So she zooms over. 
gets there fast as fuck. The police and police dogs are already all over Kelsey's house. Damn. Kelsey Kelsey was sitting Kelsey. Kelsey, Kelsey these was These are my twins. These are my twins. Kelsey was sitting outside with her rescue pit bull, Layla. Yeah, hell yeah. I already know Layla's mauling the fuck out of this fucking guy. I've seen pictures of this. Oh, so excited. So, uh, and uh, Beth yo. is. So, Kelsey told her mom, Beth, what happened. She told her all about it. What happened was Kelsey was sitting on the couch in her living room with her dog, Layla. And they were just like watching TV, bullshit, and whatever. And Layla started growling and freaking the fuck out. And she took off into the kitchen. So Kelsey followed. And there was a large man standing in her kitchen. So uh-huh. he starts yelling at her. He's like, get on the ground. Get on the ground now. Get, get, why are you in my house? I mean, get on the ground. Uh, No, that's what he's yelling at her. Yeah. Oh. That's crazy. Crack talk. Crack talk. Yeah. So she's like. Or dementia talk. Either one. She's like, no. Um, and she runs, obviously. Uh, yeah, no. She's like, I'm not going to go. You got a gun? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to fucking drug. So she takes off and goes to run out the front door. And he sprints after her. He Crack speed. They start like smashing vases and shit in the house. You know, like Classic. it's crazy. And Classic he scene of escape. Yeah. And he knocks her down. He's on top of her. At this point. Kelsey is so fucking scared. She's scared for herself. Oh, yeah, she's gonna die. And she's scared for Layla. But Layla wasn't scared of shit, bitch. Layla was growling like crazy. She bitch, had I'm him. A fucking pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She had this guy you by, get down on the ground. by like the shoulder. She was like shaking her head. Then she Hell moved yeah. to the back, then the Hell leg. Yeah. And um, she really, really fucked up his leg. Hell In fact, yeah. this guy limped away. Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh Kelsey got out of the house. She Grab Layla, obviously. She called 911. I wouldn't grab Layla. I'd be like, Layla, finish him. Go. <laughs> Go. <laughs> Just like in Green Room. <laughs> yeah. I love that movie. Good movie. That's everything. <laughs> everything you could ever want in a movie. Punk rock so, and dogs. Uh, yeah. Um, the cops came. They actually didn't find the guy. They think that it's a creep from her job, and uh, he probably like parked nearby or something. creep from a job then did anybody come to work limping right you'd think it would be pretty easy yeah hey <laughs> bill hey let me you're limping. come over here all right jake tell the people what rule number two is always have a dog get a fucking get dog. A dog yeah that should be rule number one honestly it should be rule number one <laughs> let's swap them around okay, that's actually rule number one now is get a dog get a dog get a, get dog. a fucking rule number dog two buddy system. have a buddy have a buddy if you can't have a buddy you, have definitely have down? a dog yeah. Okay. Put him on our website. I will. And our Instagram. I will. Anything else. I will. I'm going to make a little graphic for him. Yeah. Cool. It's going to be cute. So, uh, okay. We're going to move on to rule number three. So you already know. Trace. But I'm going to I'm gonna tell you some stories to prove my point. If you have any guesses, throw them out. At the end, when I'm done telling you the stories, I will reveal the, the, rule. the rule. Gotcha. Okay. Awesome. I'm going to guess it off the first rule. That- no way. January 28th, 2020. Memphis, Tennessee. Take pictures. Michelle was Fuck, taking okay. a walk in her neighborhood. I, I just shot out there. I was like. Michelle was walking down the road in her neighborhood, and that's another made up name. Oh, by the way, I wanted to say. All females? No. That have been attacked? In no, I wanted to say that both Kelsey Leachman and Chloe, um, both of those stories, the intruder got in because they left their door unlocked. Rule number so, three, lock your doors. I mean, sub rule, lock sub your rule. fucking doors. No, that's rule number three now. We're on rule number four. Okay, we're moving it. Yeah, let's, yeah. we should. I threw my pen at you, so we just have to remember ha! that. Rule number. No, <laughs> all right, we'll just make that rule number four, lock your doors. Okay. Um, Who cares if you think you're in a safe fucking neighborhood? It don't matter. Do They're fucking, a demon could come in. I mean, some people will just walk door. in your house if they yeah. think you're cute and they'll steal your money and yeah. then come back 12 hours later. Literally. People got balls now. Balls. You our got homies, fucking balls. Our homies just got robbed. It's insane. It's fucking ridiculous. Fucking crazy. So uh, Memphis, Tennessee, Michelle was taking a walk. And this is, again, a fake name. Um, they didn't mention her name, which I think is good in the article. But uh, sh- this is also a really graphic story. So if you're bothered by attempted rape, you should skip. Uh, someone. Bothered by this. It's. I'll go. Th- I'll go through. It. It's gonna be okay. Trust fall. Someone grabbed her from behind, wrestled her to the ground, started pulling her pants down, being really fucking awful and rough with her, like biting her, choking her. Ew. Michelle Perv. stayed calm. 
She made one swift movement. I, you don't think I fucking don't like this? You don't think I like being having my hair pulled? Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Starts pulling his hair all crazy. She, <laughs> uh, she kind of was almost like, she kind of like didn't really put up a fight until she knew she had the, she, she like the clearance. And she reached into her wherever she fucking had this thing, pulled out her fucking box cutter, Whoa. and started stabbing dude in the fucking she, head and face. She's a box cutter? A fucking That's box punk cutter. Rock. Punk rock as fuck. Yeah. So she fucks up this guy's face Hell and his yeah. head. And he starts to run away. And oh. she starts fucking chasing him. Hell no. He starts getting desperate, hopping fences. So so does she. Yo, motherfucker, I was an Olympic runner. She's <laughs> like, I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> Not today. Those are my favorite pants, yeah. motherfucker. You ruined You're, them. You are the wrong. You picked like, the wrong one. If her pants are off, she's like running. Like I half. think she is probably butt ass naked from the waist <laughs> down. Just running, clearing fences and shit with a box cutter covered in blood. Oh, my God. I want to be her. Uh, I hope she pulled her pants up. She's amazing. She's so amazing. <laughs> Eventually, the guy got away and she did call 911 while the police were taking her report another call came into 911 it was a man calling for an ambulance because he was bleeding from his head and his face that'll do it so uh yeah he got arrested and that was the guy are you some what was his was he some just fucking some guy it was nobody she knew yeah it was just some fucking rapist guy so uh but he got his though <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and michelle go out there to pretend to be a feeble little thing so you can fucking stab someone in the face. I, just stab with I the constantly cutter. think I about that stab someone with the box cutter now. sometimes when i go for walks that's what i'm thinking i like i get Ooh, a, i wish a motherfucker i know i'm like oh i should cross the street because there's not a street and i'm like no if somebody fucking touches me I'm going to kill them. I'm going to stab them in their head. <laughs> Just a um, Here's my second example. Nin- Always carry a knife. Always carry a weapon. Well, that could be a sub rule, but that's not the Number five. Rule. Always carry a weapon. Yes. A lighter can be a weapon. You're Literally on point anything with the knife thing. can be a weapon. You just got to fucking do it. 1999, off the coast of Maine, lobster fisherman Doug Goodale was hauling in a big haul of lobsters. Oh God, Doug. He was winching up his lobster pots, is the verbiage. Uh-huh. And so like a winch, and it's got a bunch of fucking cables or whatever, you know? You know. I didn't yeah, know. Like to Had do. to Google it. Like to do. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, you ever uh, seen Forrest Gump? Come on. I guess I have. I always assume that every fishing is just like that. That is what I'm picturing now. Thank yeah, you. But it's my, just him. That's my fish. Yeah, it's so. It's just Doug. Forrest could have done that himself. I think he did for a while, didn't yeah. he? Yeah. Damn. So that's crazy. Yeah. He was basically Forrest Gump. Yeah. So. And then as he's like doing the winch, bringing up his lobster pots, his finger gets sucked in. Oh. And then his hand. Cut it. Cut it and off. Then, and then all the way up to his fucking elbow. His whole <gasps> Remain forearm. calm. You're so close. Fuck. Don't panic. Um, and then it goes one more rotation and it fucking flips him off the fucking boat. So he's dangling oh. from his crushed arm. In a lobster pot. Oh, I think I don't think he made it into the lobster pot. Above. He's just dangling off. He might be just suspended <laughs> above lobsters, which definitely oh. want revenge. Oh. That's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> Click, 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 Holy click, fucking click, shit, how terrifying. They pull out their fucking little bibs and knives. Oh my god, they're gonna get Drink revenge. The Holy yes. shit. And his arm is That's getting stressed out, image. stretched out and nasty and so... It's also storming outside. Oh, oh great. This it's is just the worst stuff. possible situation for Doug. Avoid bad situations, rule number three. <laughs> um, And so Doug is... He described picturing his daughter's on the boat and that's what motivated him and somehow he got back on the deck but he did dislocate his shoulder i, I don't even understand how he did that i have no idea couldn't it's even suggest dangling. i mean how do you fucking flip yourself back onto the boat all core baby oh my god i guess oh, so shit. fucking spider-man god damn so he was now at least right side up and with his feet on the fucking boat but his arm was still stuck. There was no radio, no help, no options, but he did have one knife. The moral of the story is always carry a knife. No, it is, but it's not. <laughs> it, 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 
<laughs> it's not it supposed is. to be. It is now. So Doug <laughs> cut. Stories are too similar. So Doug cut through his fucking right arm. He cut his whole fucking arm <laughs> off. He didn't panic. Seven hours. And he stayed completely calm Don't enough panic. to pilot his boat back to shore. Did he do it? He had to have done like a tourniquet or something. I don't know. I don't think he had anything, but maybe after because he didn't pass out and he literally docked his boat and fucking paid his fee. Yeah, like I tied it up himself and everything because I would have just fucking. I would have passed the fuck out right after I cut it off and I would have died. Yeah, I ain't cutting nothing off. I'll cut my. I'll I'll just fucking like. I would cut it off. I, I just would just cut my wrist and be like, ah. <laughs> goodbye, cruel world. Um, I can't. I'm not. I'm not even gonna try. So, um, <laughs> or just let it ride. I guess. Like, ah. We just ah. getting eaten by lobsters. <laughs> by lobsters. <laughs> you would ultimately die from the lobsters. That's why me and sharks will never have a problem because I I will never eat a shark. Got it. But I've eaten. Is that true? I've never eaten. Chantel got eaten by a shark. She never ate no damn shark. How bullshit. I think she probably has eaten shark. She's like a million That's why. Oh, I don't know. And she probably has shark's delicacy for them. <gasps> okay. Okay. All right. Yes. So Doug piloted his boat all the way back to shore after cutting off his own arm. And he said it was worth it because his six-year-old says she doesn't care if he only has one arm. She just cares about her dad. Have kids? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and um, actually, he was also on an episode of Extreme Makeover Home Edition. They gave him a new boat and a new house. Why the fuck would he want a boat? He loves it. He got a new boat after oh, okay. that. He finished up his boat and that went back out there. Fucking hilarious! If he's just looking at the boat like crying. <sighs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right, babe. Final guesses. I already got the money. So I'm good. No, I don't know. This is you don't know this one. Okay, I already guessed. You were so close. You're so so close. The rule is have a plan. Stay calm. Could have been it too. How is that the rule? Have a fucking plan. You're right. Hey, oh, it should be stay calm. No. Okay. So it should be stay calm. Okay. It should be stay calm. Have a plan. Do you have you have a plan for if you get your arm no. caught in a lobster? And trap? what I'm about to tell you too is it's stay calm. You're right. No, it should be stay it's calm. It's gotta be stay. It is. It's got, because, it is. Just you're because, right. You're right. Like, I don't have a plan if no, my hand right. gets caught. In, thank you. I was thinking stay calm yeah. enough to have a pl- <laughs> to make a plan for an emergency yeah. situation, but I mean, stay calm is I really have a more plan, key. Like if someone jumps, no, you don't have to. Street. Yeah. You don't have to have a plan. You just have to be calm enough in the moment to make a plan. Yeah. That was my point. Yeah. But st- stay calm is kind of more f- more central. I mean, I guess have a plan. Now I'm going to be thinking of all this weird shit now. No, you're right. Oh, stay calm is better. Stay if, calm. Um, no, because listen. I'm on a lobster boat. No, let me tell you. Let me tell you. According to John Leach, who is a military survival instructor, um, in an interview he did for BBC, he no, actually. He's British, so you know it's legit. Right. This SAS shit over there. I actually yeah. read a book. On British survival people. They're fucking wild. Are they? Yeah. Shit. Bear grills. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) They're all like that. (laughs) So he studies survivors and victims, and he's gone through more than a hundred different disasters. And he actually has been in one of the disasters where like 31 people died. Podcast, please. I know, right? Yeah. Um, So what's his name? John Leach. Let's give him a call. Love him. You just talk. Tell us everything. We love you. Here's a microphone. Just talk. That's it. Just talk. So he found that in life-threatening situations, 75% of people are so freaked out that they do nothing. He calls it mental paralysis. Like, they are so scared. They literally... There's been plane crashes where people... There's dead bodies found completely like strapped into their seatbelts still that were alive during the crash and died because they didn't unbuckle themselves and try to get out. So um, that's 75% of people... 10% of people panic, which actually puts everyone's life at danger. And f- only 15% of people are able to stay calm and make decisions. How do you train to be one of those people? You have a fucking plan. Damn, that could be real. I mean, let's make have a plan a sub rule. Okay, and stay okay. calm is so rule, rule number three or four or whatever one we're, we're on now. now. We've already added like... We added some. <laughs> so staying calm enough to make an act is everything that's your lifeline in a bad situation um and just like michelle who stayed calm enough to fucking get to her weapon and made the right move uh and just like doug i have a story yeah i have a story about staying calm you want to hear it It yeah to me personal story do it 
<clears throat> so, I was on the way to Strawberry Fields, my place of employment at the time. Right. And I was driving from my mom's house out of City Park. I was going to pick up my paycheck. Okay. And you know right where the park, there's like the park, and then there's the frontage road, and then you turn on Pueblo Boulevard. Yeah. Okay. Frontage road like takes you down by to the river walk area. Okay. So I see this car with three girls in it and a motorcycle with a guy and a girl like approach each other. And they're all like arguing, arguing, arguing. I'm like, oh shit. Then I see this guy like right hook this little girl and fucking start get on top of her and start beating the shit out of her. So as soon as I see him dr- like throw the punch, I'd swerve over there going like fucking I'm slamming on the gas, hauling ass and pull up right next to him and I get out. Then I yank this guy off of this. She's like, I don't know, freshman in college or senior in high school. Okay. Yank this fucking guy off of her and put him in like a fucking chokehold. And he's all like, what the fuck, what the fuck, what the fuck? And I'm like, you done, you done? Like, just like freaking out, like, shut, like fucking piece of shit, you know? So I let him go to go check on them, okay? As soon as all this has been happening, this guy's crackhead girlfriend has was fighting with the other two. And the other two, like, kept her off, okay? And so I go to check on them. And he hops on his motorcycle. They both hop on their motorcycle and just take off. Damn. By this time, another lady, a bystander, has had her phone out the whole time recording everything. Okay. I She missed the part where I fucking ganked his ass. Damn. Okay. And then I'm like, yo, you guys okay? Like, da da da. And they're all like bleeding, like rolling around on the ground. I'm like, all right, grab the fucking first aid kit out of, uh, my Xterra. Dang. Okay. And I perform first aid until the cops get there. Okay. I don't want to say it was a little bit of a hero moment. Dang. To my own bae. horn. Yeah. I did this. Okay. Awesome. Then I like give them my business card. This was like probably one of the coolest things. This was straight out of a fucking movie. Okay. I give uh, the kids my business card. I'm like, yo, guys, if you need me for anything, like, here's my business card. Give me a call. I'll fucking come and testify or whatever. Gave one to the cop, too. Boom, boom. Okay. Because I had business cards. That's sick. That's that's, that's how I got you. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so then I go and I get to Strawberry Fields and I like fucking and I'll just like bre- like telling everybody the story. I'm like, nah, it's all badass. Okay. Two days later, I'm at, I'm with my mom. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, she's like, Yo, do you, you know like? did you give your business card out to those kids that you saved? Cause I had told her the story and I'm like, yeah, I did. How do you know that? It's like, Oh, well I work with the brother of one of the girls that you saved. Oh my God. And he wants to like, he's just like, thank you. Like wanted to tell you, thank you. And like he had, he, he had your business card and was showing it to my mom. Oh my God. I know. That's so <laughs> yeah. Neat. yeah. So awesome, babe. You know, I, and I didn't really like have a plan, but it was in that I reacted and yeah. that's like, I don't know. I like, I always hope that I can do it again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I always worry about that. I'm like, man, if I see something going on, am I going to do the right thing? Or am I going to just be a fucking bitch? bitch. And like, stay buckled in the airplane or something, you know? Right. I always hope I'm the person with the plan. My only um, stay calm story is when I lit myself on fire once. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was trying to make a nice dinner for like all my friends in my new apartment when I was 18. And also when you're 18, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, it's going to be a macaroni and cheese and hot dog dinner. I don't it was know. Better than that? It was vegetarian stuff. I had just gone vegetarian, though. <sighs> so it was probably nothing Ugh, good. This is cabbage. Yeah. Um, cabbage in a broth. <laughs> I had a gas stove, and behind it was like a half wall, and I put all my seasonings there. And I was wearing a denim vest. Yeah, you were. And I leaned over hip. the stove. And my whole vest lit on fire. Like it went up like this. And um Damn, just some dry ass denim. Yeah, vest. I guess. Where'd you get the vest? Like a fucking thrift store. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> From before they didn't let you put flammable sealants on clothing. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> so like 
um, basically like the kitchen faced like away from the living room. And so like, it was kind of like this, but it was just more of a hallway. So I yelled down to my friends and I said, I'm on fire. And they said, what? And I said, yeah, I said it just like that. I was like, my jacket lit on fire because the stove is gas. And they were like, you're on fire. Ha ha ha. And, <laughs> it's lit. You're right. Haley. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you guys, I'm burning. And then like nobody got up. So I ended up getting in the shower with my clothes on, like running through my house on fire and jumping in the shower with my clothes on. That's um, a good reaction. Okay, that's smart. I wouldn't even it thought was of good. that. I would have just taken the jacket off. I should have stopped, dropped, and rolled. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But I don't know the why shower I didn't think that. Good. I wanted somebody to come spray me with the, psh, psh, you know. Psh, psh. I didn't want to let the house on fire. Yeah. So I don't know. But you anyway. fucking reacted and saved those people's lives and yourself. What about the jacket? Did it look cool as fuck? No, it looked fucked. It oh, was terrible. Damn. It was all I, I melted and like shit. It's like a denim jacket, but it's all sick now uh, because it's fucking burn marks. No. Punk rock! I put patches and stuff on it, and it were, they were all melted. It looked like shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so patches. it was like terrible. a smiley face. Like, <laughs> meh. <laughs> Awful. Um, okay. So, yeah. Rule number three stay calm. You were stay right, calm. Jake. That's what it should be. I think you're right. And so. Rule number four. Okay, I have two examples for this one. It's a tough one. I'm going to make it short because it isn't great. It doesn't inspire joy. If Marie Kondo was here, she'd throw it in the trash. Um, October 29th, 1979. No when to give up. Huh? No when to give up. Never give up. Hmm? The rule of four. No. Uh, Cleveland Elementary in San Diego, California. Don't go to San Diego. Rule number four. Sixteen-year-old Brenda Spencer walked into the elementary school with a rifle from her dad. And Rule number four, lock your guns. God damn right. La- hide your guns. And he shot at, uh, she shot at a bunch of kids and staff, and she actually like caused this whole situation for six hours. She was arrested. Is this pumped up kicks? There was a well, song? That's n- off a real tragedy. No, this is a girl. This is like the first school shooting. 1979. Oh. Yeah. And it's a girl. So that's also crazy. And so people also made it. Why is that crazy? Just doesn't happen a lot. That's true. Yeah. And wait till I tell you the craziest part. Okay. So eight kids were wounded. None of them died, luckily. Uh, Two people did die. It was like a janitor and the principal. But they were in their 50s. So like they were fucking heroes, basically. Oh, shit. Yeah, they were probably all running like, oh, fuck. Oh, okay. like, I'll die. You'll die a hero. Hero's death. Hero's death. But the kids were okay, so that's great. And when... That is good. It was awesome. That is nice. So when Brenda got arrested, and everybody was obviously like asking her, why would you do this? What did you do with her? Was it DNRA? She was like, I just don't like Mondays, and this was a good way to spice it up. Fuck it. Sounds like a California... Typical 16-year-old. Ugh, Mondays. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> right? What are you fucking Garfield, right? <laughs> you stupid bitch? Yeah. Oh, my God. So thank- I didn't get my lasagna. So thank God she's still in prison. She just got denied parole last year or this year. Well, I mean, how old is she? She's old now. She's in her, like, 50s now. Oh, she Yeah, I can get it. It's worth it. It's good. I'll show you a before and after. In the headlines... So she did say that she was like abused by her dad um, and they did live like a shitty life or whatever, but that's no excuse for you to be a little asshole. And she said she was just like bored and gay. So I don't know what that has to do with anything, but if you Google her name, that comes up. <laughs> they asked that in the seventies. Are you a homosexual? Did you do this because you lack vagina? And she was like, yes, it was because I was gay. So stupid. Come on. So that's the first story. Um, I just feel like that's typical mean 16-year-old like brain pattern. I hate number it so four, much. Number four, mental health is no joke. Mm-mm. Okay, but example number two. It is good, yeah. Uh, example two, 1964. 15-year-old Edmund Kemper shot and killed his grandparents. He was sent to juvie where they decided he needed more serious help. And then he was sent to a state hospital where he learned a lot about what people said his problem was. For some reason, they let him work in the psych lab, giving tests to other patients. Oh, God. 
So it perfected his method acting and he was able to act like a totally normal person. In fact, when he was psychically, uh, when he was, he's just like, yeah, I'm not going to do what they're doing and I'll be normal. Definitely not. When he was actually psychiatrically cleared and released by the youth authority, he had disembodied, uh, dismembered body parts in his car and he went on to kill and cut up eight people in the next five years. Okay. Rule number four, babe, don't trust kids. Teenagers are scary. I mean, however you want to say Did it. Did we say this the other day? Don't fucking trust kids. If they're not were, your children. Were we already talking about this? We were all like, fuck kids, yeah. Fuck kids. Don't trust children. They have like no real legal repercussions for their actions and their brain's not right. So they can yeah. just they could just be like, I don't fucking like Mondays. I'll kill you. Fuck you. All right. I agree with no one likes Mondays. Nobody kid. likes Mondays, Brenda. It gets worse. Just don't make it. Believe it or not, 16 is like pretty sweet age in terms of how much responsibilities you have. Yeah, like on the lower end. Stay 16. Uh, so yeah, um, yeah. Rule number four is don't trust kids. Mm -mm. If they're your kids, I guess that's your own prerogative. But I wouldn't personally. Don't trust them. Was it the new pet cemetery where fucking his own kids kill him? Oh my god! In the lodge. Yeah, so don't trust your kids. The Lodge was scary. Um, Joshua was very scary. <laughs> Lots I can, of actually The Orphan. Yeah. There's so Love many. It. This is my final story. I only have one. This is my final rule. So I have one story to back this one up. Only final one. rule for today. Yeah, final rule for today. I only have one story to back this one up because I know you and I know that you only need one example to fucking get this one. So. Um, Buy a gun. No, sorry. Just kidding. That's my rule. <laughs> That's your rule. January 1949. Outside of Washington, D.C. in the quiet suburbs. Don't trust the government. The Williams family had just lost their aunt, Harriet. She was a wacky spiritual lady. You know, kind of the cool wine aunt. Did cool things with their son, Ronald. Like, play with a Ouija board. Nope. Rule number five, don't play with a Ouija board. Pretty much. So Aunt Harriet had died. Ronald was super fucking sad. He was actually the most sad out of the whole family. He felt her loss very deeply. And he tried to use the Ouija to get in contact with her. Oh, no, buddy. Don't do it. So he did. He got in touch, he got in touch with Aunt Harriet. because she liked Ouija boards. She so loved you it. Know in the afterlife, she's fucking She was all about too. it. Exactly. Oh, dude. Hey, ghost, you want to check out my Aunt Harriet? I knew, yo, I knew he was going to do this. I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, I'm bitches. Back. Yeah. So um, he kind of sort of became. That's fucked up. You teach him how to use the Ouija board. So you, so can, you like, can fucking, oh my God, back. just wait. Just wait until I tell you the whole thing. You're going to be pissed. <laughs> so he began to start, a, he started to get kind of like obsessed with it. Like he was really doing the Ouija a lot, talking to his Aunt Harriet just as often as he did when she was alive, uh -oh. which is concerning because she's dead. And um, Ronald, I put Ron like I know him. Ronald began to hear a weird scratching. It actually wasn't his aunt. He started to hear scratching coming from like, Places where scratching couldn't possibly be, like the furniture, inside his mattress, while he was trying to sleep at night. Well, that's not good, because if I hear any type of noise, like, I'll go crazy. I'll be like, what the f And I can't go to sleep until I figure out what that fucking noise is. Yeah. Or if it's some type of noise, like on the fan, this is weird. Maybe a little psycho, okay? But if the fan doesn't make the right noise, I have to, like, hit it <laughs> until it makes the right noise. Okay. To put me to sleep. Okay. I think I have heard you smack the fan before. I didn't know that's what it was, though. That's what it is. Because okay. it's making, it's not the right pitch. It's making a weird, or like, I'm sorry. I like it. I'm, I'm not crazy. mad at you. Does, do other, does this you. happen to other, other people? Please. Please. Yeah, I, can't, Please, I know I'm not the only one that sleeps with the fan on. So That's everybody in America. I think so. I don't when yeah. you're not here, but that's because. Yeah, okay. You sleep with a podcast on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't do light though. I try to sleep with I the TV on. I can't sleep. I can't do. Yeah, with I know other people do. I other know people. my sister can't sleep without the TV on. I think it's <laughs> yeah, so weird. Fuck that. No, it's just bright and it's oh not like God. against my eyelids. I can see like blue. I'm just like. Oh. And every time I wake up, I just want to like. Watch I have an ADD like severely. <laughs> like yeah. I can't trust myself to ignore that. But in any fucking way, um. 
Yeah. So Ronald started to hear weird scratching coming from places where scratching couldn't be coming from. It was starting to drive the whole family nuts. He also began to hear weird, uh, like knocking voices. They would also experimenting with marijuana. There would be water dripping from places that didn't make sense for there to be water. There would be puddles around the house that were unexplained. It's just peeing. Someone's peeing. And Ronald's bed would shake and move violently. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, going through this as a little kid, and the families were religious, so they were all tormented. So they started to look for help. They didn't know what to do. Eventually, they went to like a church who referred them to a different church. And finally, in February, which seems very, very fast, actually. So I don't know why I said finally. That's like the next month. Um, an exorcism. An exorcism was scheduled. For what? The house? For Ronald. Oh, he was possessed. They were starting to think he was. Okay. So they started to do the exorcism. They come in. They start chanting all that. Um, Ronald starts to get tense. He starts to scream and he rips his mattress open, grabs a spring, rips it out and tries to kill the priest. So the exorcism is stopped. Damn. Right. I wasn't sure at first, but that seems like possessed behavior. I know. I know. You can't like just pause, right? You You can't be like, that wasn't nice. Hey, we're going to take a little quick lunch break. That wasn't nice. Pretty sure, like, we're professionals on exorcists. Like, can't look them in the eye. Can't answer their questions. Professor Malachi, or uh, Father Malachi, from the Smiler episode, would never. That's all I have to say. He would He would have been like, oh, a knife? I brought a motherfucking sword. So, yeah, uh, he tries to murderize the priest. Uh, so the priest obviously leaves, and things continue to escalate around the house. At this point, they can hear screams. It's demonic. They don't know where it's coming from. Oh, my God. You can smell sulfur. Yeah, right? (laughs) Well, I smell sulfur all the time. (laughs) Farts. (laughs) Um, Am I a demon? Oh, my God. Butt demon. And (laughs) things keep getting worse. So, uh. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Butt demon. demon. You just spawned the greatest of all. Booty demon. There's actually a Japanese ghost that, like, is a pretty lady. And it bends over, and it has an eyeball instead of, like, a butt. That's weird. Yeah. Why? To scare you. That's terrifying. It's really scary. You think you're about to get laid, and then it's like... Oh, it's looking at me. An eyeball. Wow, your vagina's really wet. (laughs) Jelly. Cold. uh, (laughs) Don't poke yourself in the eye. It's too soon. That pink eye. (laughs) Hey, it's your pink eye. Your pink eye. Okay, okay. What were we talking about? Um, so yeah, uh, worse, things keep getting worse. Things keep getting worse. The house is getting hauntedder and hauntedder. March 1949, two different people, two different priests come out and they have a whole fucking squad. They tag team this fucking dick. They have a squad to help them with this exercise and they are ready. Exorcism. Exercise. 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 They come in uh, with fucking looking like Richard looking like Simmons. Richard with a cute little leg where we're going to do buns and thighs and buns and thighs and buns and thighs and exercise. Yeah. Um, uh, that was good. Thank you. I love Richard Simmons. Yeah. I actually do. I listened to this podcast God, about where did he go? Where did he go? Is he okay? He's fine. Uh, he was kind of getting like harassed for being like a big fitness celeb and people were like weird with him. And they think that he was just actually really uncomfortable with it. So he just wanted to, like, get his money and fuck off. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Good for you. I respect it. He's fine. Um, Good for him. Yeah. So as they're trying to do this exorcism, they see scratches form on Ronald in, like, the shape of a pitchfork and stuff. The bed (gasps) is sliding around the room. There's shit flying. Row shaggy. Mm-hmm. Glass breaking. You know who carries one of them? The devil. The devil. And the boy, Ronald, at this point was talking in many different voices. Dope. Some were guttural. He was speaking in languages he didn't know. He was fucking, what's that? Like a oboe? Genghis Khan. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Khan rock. He's doing all that. Something like that. Yeah. That's sick. Okay. I'm <laughs> weirdly into it. The Kong rapping. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> fucking he. I hear that so bad now. They gave up when he started peeing himself and cursing. They thought maybe he's like not well. So they take him to the hospital 
and modern medicine will save us now there's somebody like praying over him one day and the guy like ronald he's like hey fuck you the devil's in me bud and the guy starts praying over him again and then he like kind of does one of these like looks like he just woke up or something and he's like it's gone and it was gone constantine was just like i guess so i guess so but yeah so the rule bae don't fuck with Ouija boards. Don't fuck with haunted shit. Done. Just don't fuck with haunted shit. Like you said, don't say the BM name three times in the mirror. Don't fuck with Ouija boards. Don't fucking buy a cursed mirror. Fucking yeah. fair for cursed mirrors. Well, don't buy a fucking forever mirror or whatever they're called. Uh, Obsidian mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid a scrying thing. mirror. You don't need it. Don't do that. Don't fuck with haunted shit. So the horror comedy podcast guide to survival, the rules are as follow. The official ones, and then I have the ones we added. So number one, get a dog. Yep. Number two. Always a good rule. Have a buddy. Have a buddy. Number three. Damn, these are just life rules, not even to surviving. It's just like, <laughs> just get a dog. Just get a dog, just bud. Just have a friend. Number three. A friend. Stay calm. This is life rules. Number four, don't trust children. And number five, don't fuck with haunted shit. Yo, these are life rules. Life rules. These aren't rules to surviving. These are rules to life. And then we had number six, which is carry a knife. And rule number seven, lock your doors. That's a good rule. I just love the dogs. What do you think, Jake? Are you scared? That was good. Great episode. You loved it? Okay. Awesome. Probably one of the... I think it was probably one of the best ones. Awesome. Very well put together. You loved it? Loved it. Awesome. Very engaging. Awesome. I felt like I was on one tonight. You were? Edibles. Oh, so fun so we just got it was a really fun episode um so if you guys what do you think of our list if you have something to add you can comment on our instagram post that comes out this sunday with the episode um i'm gonna make a cute little graphic if you have your own list compile that shit if you want to attach some articles to prove your points please email it to me at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com or dm it to me at thc podcast and now jake i have how to win at video games this is the part of the show where jake tells a happy story to kind of bring up the mood or makes jokes or whatever oh, whatever honestly, jake wants to do this whole episode is kind of light it was it was good. good okay uh here's the story when i was little i would go on nickelodeon.com all the time and they had this game similar to club penguin except it was called nicktropolis Okay, and if you forgot your password, a security question you could choose was, what is your eye color? Okay, and the reason I picked this story is because you you on the Wii, you, or whatever. Okay. Whatever that thing is. Okay. Okay. God, I sound like an old man. (laughs) The Switch? Is that what you were saying? that's what I was trying to say. Like the Wii U. I thought it was like six Nintendos ago. I don't even know what that is, to be honest. I don't know what it is. I've never played that one. To wee thing. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Uh, so I would go to a popular popular locations in Nictrop Nictropolis. That's the place. And write down random usernames who were also in those areas. And I would log out and type in the username as if it was my own. Oh my god! <laughs> and see which of these usernames had a security question set to, "What is your favorite? What is your eye color?" Oh my god! Okay. Which was most of them since it was easy and we were all kids. I would then try either brown, blue, or green and always get in. Then I would go to their house and send all of their furnitures and decorations to my own account. Holy shit. Yep. And if I didn't want it, I could sell it for money. Wow. (laughs) Someone's a sociopath. That's awesome. Genius. So it makes me think like you're gonna fucking log into other people's. Thank you, Jakey. That's good shit. If you have another one, another one. If you have another one, please email it to us at the horror comedy podcast at gmail.com or DM it to us on Instagram at THC podcast. Don't forget to drink water. That's what I just did. I know. I need I'm to high as fuck. I need to go get some. And uh, we'll see you on Wednesday for a mini episode. Bye. Bye.